Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name's Aaron. This week was class of 1999 to The Substitute, directed by Spiro Rosato. Rosatos, written by Mark Sevi, starring Sasha Michelle, Caitlin Dulani, Nick Cassavetes, and Jack Knight. This is a sequel to the widely seen and very popular movie Class of 1999, which is in itself a semi spiritual sequel to class of 1984 now how familiar would you guys say you are with the uh original movies nope not at all no i no, know sir? nothing can't what? say i am zero well nope. that's okay because this movie shows you a big chunk of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember thinking why aren't we watching this movie <laughs> when all the clips were being shown i was like all the action was like clips of the original movie <laughs> Guys, this, this movie consists of a guy sitting in a car, re- rethinking all the things that happened in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Why was it called Class of 99? Because uh, it was supposed to be taking place in the future. The first one was made in 1990. And it, like, it is, you know, future tech. Because that one's all about killer robots, basically. <sighs> well, if I remember from the trailer for the first one, yeah, it looked like it was much rougher than what life was like in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there was some tagging in the schools on plastic wrap that was wrapped around mm-hmm. the schools. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, but in the first movie, where apparently all the money was, like, the city looked pretty dingy and, like... It looked pretty rough. Yeah. So, at least from the trailer's well, perspective. May- maybe those robots cleaned it up, you know, oh, just yeah. enough, but not not completely. Ah, uh, okay. You still got punks running, ro- <laughs> walking around with circuit boards around their necks. That's right. Cyberpunks, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess that's right. Okay, there was no graduating class. Oh, these are the notes for the wrong one. There was no school. Wait, was there a micro penis in this movie? <laughs> there was That's the wrong notes, Joel. <laughs> there was no. Let us never um, remember that movie. <laughs> no class. High school age kids. I mean, maybe they were just like, <laughs> they flunked over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like a room full of thirty year olds. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and there was this one guy who had like really big hair. I remember. Like Dragon yeah. Ball Z style. 
That was mm-hmm. the first guy, or no, he wasn't the first guy. No, actually. that was the second school. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. That was just some, some uncohesive editing. I mean, because that first scene, he just shows up at that school, which is basically empty, right? And those punks are hanging out, and, uh, you know, he roughs them up. So I guess, I guess we get to see that he can fight. And then he goes downstairs, I don't know if that's a teacher or another principal, and breaks that guy's neck. But that's not oh, the school yeah, that I this takes place in. <laughs> Well, he's a substitute, so he goes to different schools yeah. oh, okay. each time. Well, yeah. That's a fault in my logic. I see. Class of 1992, The Substitute. Yes. The Substitute. Sem- semi- or se- colon? Colon The Substitute? Or is it just... Uh, yes, it is colon. The colon Substitute. The substitute. Okay. I think that um, that's the only part of the title that makes sense to me, is Substitute. The substitute. <laughs> they... Um, they honestly could have called it something else completely. I mean, why not take it further into the future? You know, I, I don't know. But it's Prince thought 1999 was a long time in the future, too. He was right at the time when he made that song. I guess you're right. 1999, especially from a lot of people's point of view, even the year 2000 itself was supposed to be like the big turning point, right? That was like... Yeah, so I can understand why people were like, that's the future. People were flipping out about that when it happened. Yeah, well, they were killer robots and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Have we talked about Y2K on this before? No, because we don't want to date ourselves. That Somebody from the past could be listening to this podcast right now. You know, we don't want to freak them out. Okay. I guess you're right. Well, I remember that there was this one infomercial guy who was dressing up like a bug and he was throwing computer monitors off the top of a building to make sure (laughs) he had like sunglasses on he was wearing a bug costume and he was throwing monitors off the top of buildings to ensure that people would buy buy a software or something computer is safe Y2K compliant, I believe was the term. A lot of people made a lot of money off of the fear that that whole thing you know, produced Imagine how many people were swindled by that. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm assuming corporations, too, probably threw so much money into it just because they were just like, we must protect our computers. I mean, (laughs) most of them are like, you know, they have certified software and companies that they can hold responsible for, yeah, I guess for that's that true. kind of stuff like that. But the average the Joe guy. calls an 800 number and pays $150 for a CD he runs on his computer that he doesn't need. I, you know, It's a good point. It's a good point. What I'm saying is we should go back in time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we can make some serious money. All right, Joel. Let's do it. <laughs> How fast is your car go? 88? But maybe by oh. us going back in time, we'll stop. The Y2K that did happen from happening, and it turns into a disaster. Oh, wow. Did you guys hear about that guy who was driving his DeLorean 88 miles an hour, and he got pulled over by a cop? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's totally against the Sorry. Law. I, just, I, read that, I read that while I was scrolling oh, through Lord social media. I, just, I couldn't stop laughing for a little while. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I haven't traveled back yet. Yeah. Remember the flux capacitor? That's a part of the This is just really good. Extremely nerdy and informative police officer. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie Mm. stars Cody from Step by Step. 
who apparently is a martial artist. I didn't know that before this movie, but he's like been in all the kickboxer sequels. Yeah, dude, he punches people with his feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's called kicking. Oh, sorry. How dare you? So from the very beginning scene when you see these quote-unquote kids in the hallway. Um, <laughs> oh, kids in the hall? In jumpsuits that are supposed to be punks. Duct taped at the, oh, at the uh, ankles. Oh, that my are, God. That are just randomly spraying spray, spray paint cans on walls without any real design or words. <laughs> just like lines. They're just, yeah. they're just anarchists, you know? Yeah. So there, that scene happens in the beginning and he puts oh. up with so much. This is the thing I was like, what? Cause he's gonna, I'm like, he's gonna kick all their butts. And you see him like, but he deals with so much crap from them. Yeah. They like cut his tie off. They do a bunch of stuff to him and he's just standing there like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> And then he suddenly decides he's going to go karate master on them. Yeah, he goes all Phoenix, uh, whatever. What's the name of... uh, The Crane. Wesley uh, Snipes' character in Demolition Man. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the karate kid. Yeah, he goes all Crane on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I was going for an even more obscure reference. (laughs) Wesley Snipes. It's Demolition Man. Or Simon Phoenix. That's Simon Phoenix. Phoenix. Simon Phoenix on their asses. Uh, well, the first note I wrote down was kidnapping. I was like, I don't remember kidnapping. And then I was like, oh, yeah. In the very beginning, there's that guy walking down the hallway, and he gets pulled in. <laughs> yeah, he knocks him out and, like, takes his clothes, his clothes or something. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah the in- door shuts, right? Yeah, the, he, he goes in, and the door oh. shuts, door opens, and it's Cody from... Yeah. From, yep, step uh, by step. Step by step. And in the dude's clothes. Yep. So. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. So. And then you see the shoes and then the kids are doing their, <laughs> well, quote unquote, 30 year old high school students. Yeah, kids. Doing their thing. You know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. There was a substitute teacher who was going to go to class, I, and this guy took his clothes yeah. from him and pretended to be the substitute teacher. Your, that's it. Whatever you think is as good as I, idea as anything else, because there it is not explained. It's truly up for interpretation. In there, because I mean, if the school is closed, why was that guy on the grounds anyways? I don't. It well, seems like and no then one why else would was those there. kids just be hanging out there? Yeah, to begin with, yeah. Well, we know why the kids were there, so that they could get blown up gloriously. <laughs> well, I guess you're right, yeah. They didn't know that their what their fate was that day, of course, but... No. Little did they know that all their tomfoolery would end in their explosive grenade-ridden death. So they had, like, blue jumpsuits on, right? Orange. Yeah. No, the, Or I, was that blue? I think they were school. in blue. Yeah, it was a different school. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. sorry. Every school no, has okay. to wear a different jumpsuit. Okay. <laughs> One one thing I just want to say before sure. I forget, this would have made more sense in the reality of Demolition Man than it does, like, in its own thing. Yeah, it doesn't, can't actually be part of that universe because nobody's getting tickets for cussing, right? Oh, yeah. But they could be underground with, uh, what's his face? Oh, they're hanging out with the Dennis. Dennis uh, Leary. Leary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that guy was eating Taco Bell for lunch, though, so... I'm sorry. The guys in the blue suits. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, no, no. I, um, all I was gonna say it was just gonna try to describe some of their attire for our listeners because yeah. I have to say they were pretty creative in their usage of leather and co- <laughs> and cotton textured jumpsuits <laughs> with spray paint. It's just interesting. I don't know. I just didn't ex- I didn't expect they had you piercings. Know, I didn't expect their Mad Max lifestyle to shine through in high school, you know? That guy had a ton of guy liner. That guy had, like, lipstick, like, all around yeah. his mouth. Mm-hmm. He was jokered. He was, He looked like a joker. He looked like Robert Smith from The <laughs> Cure with, yeah. like... No, but, like, Sean Penn pretending to be like Robert Sean, Smith yeah. from The Cure. <laughs> totally. Yeah, this was totally place, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is where... That first fight scene is where we get to hear uh, Aaron's favorite sound effect from the movie, I think, the first time. Oh, the whoosh. Yep. Which happens <laughs> how many times? <laughs> oh, man, I wish I'd counted them. Uh, like 15? Like at least 15 <laughs> times. Well, like a book falls, it's all whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody jumps out from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they put that sound into things that would never make that sound. <laughs> we, had, we had to rewind this movie a few times just to, just just. to, to make sure. That's because as as podcasters, we need to make sure the things we see <laughs> I mean, we and understand are actually happening. <laughs> this requires some rewinding. He jumps out of the bushes to kiss her, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he, there's a later part. That's like where, my uh, favorite scene in the movie, guys. No kidding. No where, kidding. where Cody there jumps down from somewhere and he lands and he, <laughs> yeah, no, it literally is like the most used sound effect in the movie. Like he kicks a guy and it goes, whoosh. yeah. <laughs> There's a the uh, see I, I I like this whole fighting scene in the beginning. Uh, it is pretty intense. It's intense I mean, scene. there's that part where they throw that guy down the stairs, and you <laughs> see this guy going down the stairs like the stuntman had to fall. If it was a stuntman, I, I believe was like, it was the actor. Actually, it was a hard fall. Ouchie! I'm actually in believe. I I actually believe that was the actor himself. I got a boo boo because like I looked at his face while he was falling. Yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. look happy. It looked just like him. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was Maybe they crying. Were <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was cheap. Yeah. These were actors willing to take the fall for the money, I think. I think so. I think so. Calabasas, California. So when I picture step by step, (laughs) (laughs) I I see this guy in my head with the rat tail and like the like sleeveless shirt with like the cut off sleeves, you know, like a muscle tee. The California accent. Dude, yeah, like a surfboard kind of a thing. But for some reason, instead of seeing, like, the rest of his stuff, I see, like, like the over-the-garage from, like, Growing Pains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's where Boner lived. <laughs> yeah, Boner! I'm, like, confusing this guy with Boner. I confuse things with Boner sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's so Joel. Uh, <laughs> character. Oh my oh, god, man! This this movie had surprisingly a lot of content. Like I've got, I'm surprised too. Of, of notes. Oh I yeah, was really surprised. we haven't scratched the surface Not yet. Even, like I can't get past the four point. Like we mentioned that they blow up, but they they they. That lead up to that is is kind of glorious because the guy's like underneath the car. We see him shoot up. And like throw a thing on the chains. chains yeah, on, he like chains the, chains the the, the doors, the right? Knobs, yeah, yeah, or the, whatever the handles. He like snuck up on them in, in daylight, mm-hmm. like while they were chilling in the car. 
They were waiting for him. Yeah, they were waiting for him, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they were going to teach him a lesson. And yeah, he gets up and <laughs> after he's chained him and they realize they're kind of stuck, but they're like, hey, you know, we, you, you're pretty punch proof, but are you bulletproof? And they shoot him, right? Yeah. We like remember everything. And there were all these little yeah. random funny moments <laughs> that you're just like, why is this happening? Why is he just staring over there? <laughs> 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 yeah, he's doing pretty hardcore Terminator, this whole movie. I felt like this was, like, ammunition for, like, weirdo creep job, like, school shooting, like, teenagers <laughs> that were, like... What? <laughs> misunderstood, like, emotional, emotionally repressed weirdos that wanted to, like, have a reason to shoot everybody or something. There, there are a lot of creepazoid moments. Yeah. Like, a lot. Of staring in the window at people moments. Like, like drawing your knife on someone moments. And, like, I mean, yeah. you're talking about the people that, like, would stand and stare, like, next to somebody and be like, I'm protecting them. But they just come off as a total creep. This was Some pretty like, creep moments. This was yeah. shades, shades of, like, creepy people staring at you, like, kind of thing. Mm. If that's what he was supposed to be doing... He nailed it. Yeah, nailed no, no, it. I guarantee that's what. It, I mean, I don't think they were uh, trying to make it seem like it was supposed to be scary quotation marks, but yeah, it was just total creep. Well, and, but I and I don't think it was supposed to come off as any other way. Well, I thought it was supposed to. I mean, they sort of lead you to believe that one thing might be happening at the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. We've learned about yeah. the robots and everything, and uh, yeah, detective did. <laughs> Sitting in his car for two weeks. <laughs> this little microphone device. Yeah. Just just sitting there. Well, no, like he has like a like a briefcase that's permanently open with like a lot of blinky lights. Mm-hmm. Perhaps these are like high-tech devices. It's the future. We don't know. And then he's just sitting there and he's just like he's got his microphone like real close to his face. You Chapter know? one, class of nineteen ninety-nine. It was a cold day in July when the <laughs> Malcolm McDowell came along and hired some robots. So in case you were wondering, listener, you don't have to watch the first movie in order to... Enjoy this movie. Well, definitely not to enjoy, but you can probably kind of get what's going on, too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, every time I saw that that, that that movie clip, I was just like, we should be watching that movie. Well, yeah, I, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like want to watch like, the other movie, too. When they're ripping their Terminator flesh off and they had, like, like she was bazookas. Blood. Yeah. 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 I think it looked way more like a horror sci-fi than this. Yeah, I guess that's true, huh? Mm-hmm. So, those guys shoot him. Oh, yeah, they shot him. And then, and, but you could see, like, like little bits of silver yeah. or something. And that's when I was like, oh, he must be a robot. Roboskin. Totally robot. They He's shot him. perfectly fine. He opens up his jacket, takes out a grenade, tosses it in the car, and they're fussing around, going away. He walks away from the car, and we get the first of three different times <laughs> where something goes up in an explosion or flames while he is facing away from it. He's standing there completely emotionless. Like, almost looks like they made him stand there for too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of standing there while it goes up. <laughs> I definitely get the feeling like 20, maybe 30 minutes, maybe even an hour. He must have been standing there, you know. He didn't look too tired, obviously, so it wasn't longer than an hour, I'd say. Maybe they only had one take and they just wanted to make sure they got it all. 
I get the feeling like they probably didn't have a lot of cars that were sitting around that could blow up for this movie. <laughs> I agree with you on that. I mean, the budget was good. It had to be good, right? Three times. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good budget. If you got three humongo explosions. They didn't have the budget of the first movie, but oh, they no, had no, the, no, no, yeah. No. <laughs> you can see where they used the budget. For well, there was, only, there was only one cop in this movie, right? Maybe two cop. One, one permanent cop that did a lot of lines and then one deputy or something that shows you up. You got there. Sheriff Tom, who's yeah. the one that we always see making the conversations. Like every scene. Ineffectual cop in town. Right. The only person we've talked about is Bolan, who's, that is the name of, uh, of Sasha Mitchell's character. Um, although, I mean, don't really think of him other than, I mean, he's Cody. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Cody the, ro- yeah. the evil robot. Cody robot question mark mm-hmm. <laughs> and we do, we get introduced to the other two main ish characters we get uh we got Jenna a teacher who is a teacher who's having some trouble but she's also very hot she's an attractive lady with blonde hair and she wears tight running pants that's that's what get you in trouble she's getting sexually harassed by the students who are you know, they're only like 15 years old. Well, you know, she's going to be testifying. 15 going on 30. <laughs> testifying against that one student who she knows purposely shot somebody. Is that know? basket weaved head man? I don't know. It's Whatever that hat he was wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy looked like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The schools are like a prison state in this movie. Definitely. It's like there are a few cabins out in the woods. And the rest of it is these, they could be schools, they could be other places that just... Whatever camps. That people are just running around throwing computers and (laughs) spray painting and doing whatever they feel like. Yeah, the classrooms look like mini prison cells with microphones built in. So, like, you could, like, speak into the classroom and tell people to be quiet yeah, like a warden. Yeah. yeah. Teacher hangs out in like a caged area. Yeah. 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 Did we see a successful class aside from the one that he was substituting? No. No. That's all they visited. No, we got rid of classes right after that. <laughs> Just had to establish there was a class there. It may be a class of 99. We're not so sure. Sorry. Actually, it, it's, uh, this movie takes place two, places, uh, two years after the first movie. So technically it should be a class of uh, 2001, but... Who cares? It's not about the class. It's about um, Jenna, Miss whatever her name is, and uh, and uh, her her beau who is named Emmett. They're going through some difficulties in their relationship. I got the idea that Emmett was another teacher, but that's what I got too. I he, thought he said he was a graduate. Maybe like okay. that he was a former student of hers. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, he's about the same age as the other kids, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but they're the same age as, like, her, probably. Definitely. Yeah, they definitely look the same age as her, at least. Maybe I heard it wrong, but I was like, maybe they're trying to, like, insinuate that she has a thing for younger guys, and, like, Cody is a younger guy. Maybe he's just on the council, you know? Like, uh, he's gra- he graduated from the school, so he has some sort of investment in it, but... When she's getting chewed out by the one scene that the principal is in, um, I don't know why he's there if he's not a teacher. 
What does that guy do for a living? Who? Besides have that room with all that stuff in it. Oh, he's just a mil- military historian. That's all he does. He ha- runs a museum. Mm-hmm. And then he Paint also paintball. runs a paintball field. Oh, so right, a Successful right. paintball yep. majiggy. Hey, man, like, 94, that was big. I mean, paintball is still a big deal, but oh, yeah. I'm assuming in 94 it was, you know, mm-hmm. that must have been, like, the height of paintball insanity. You yep. couldn't get more radical than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw 10 Things I Hate About You, paintball. Did you ever see the movie? You probably haven't, but there's a paintball movie starring William Shatner. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding right now, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, you need to type the words William Shatner and paintballing <laughs> into Google search bar near you. Continue. Anywho, sorry. <laughs> Those two words you might want to search later. Um, all I was going to say was, is yeah, Emmett's character, he's definitely the very concerned boyfriend. Um... He's, like, running up to, you know, his girlfriend. Like, she's about to go to class, right? When, like, when like probably the crappiest part of this movie, in my opinion, happens. When uh, when they have the stuffed animal cat thing hit the windshield. Oh, yeah. I was the not dead down with cat? that. That was yeah. messed up. I was not down with that. And I know the, pur- the purpose of that scene was to make you go, oh, crap. But... Yeah, it felt almost unnecessary. Yeah, well, it was, it after you get back. to know her, it's like she didn't have a cat that she was like attached to it all. She obviously. wasn't faced at all. No, it wasn't. It was just a silly idea somebody <sighs> it had. It was an unnecessary attempt at a jump scare. All I remember, I remember being very enthusiastic about this movie. Then that happened, but then, thankfully, this movie just has so much stupidly fun stuff that I totally almost forgot about that scene. But there was definitely, I was, I was shooken for a moment cause I was like, Oh, that was lame. You know, I don't like seeing animals get hurt. So and you just kind of forget about it. After yeah. It, it was a quick, so much yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. That's what it, I'm saying. It is like, yeah, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. She gets sexually harassed by some of the students and then her boyfriend comes up and is like, Hey, leave my woman alone. <laughs> And he's wearing, like, a plaid shirt tucked into jeans. I'm a grown-ass man pushing children on a on a school campus. Yeah. This is perfectly acceptable. And then she has to go about her day, but it's like her entire existence is, like, affected by all the students who sexually harass her and intimidate <clears throat> her all the time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, don't worry, because uh, Mr. Boland's coming in out of nowhere. Just jumps into this classroom. She needs another man. That's what she needs in this movie. Uh, <laughs> were there yeah. any other women? No. There were no other women. <laughs> there were women in the punks, in the scenes where, like, the punks were just hanging out, like, next to the, of course, the, the, burning, uh, <laughs> the burning uh, oil, whatever, cans. Yeah. But that's it. There were no characters that were women. Right. But Cody goes in there, you know, he goes in, he straights them all out, even though they're all sitting next to their computers and their dot matrix printers, but they got their VR goggles on or something. I I can only imagine it was supposed to be some type of VR thing that nice. he was wearing. It's the future. It looked like, to me, it looked like one of those, like, magnifying glass visors, and then someone had put, like, an LED light into it, so it was, like, blinking out of the... <laughs> front of the magnification screen or whatever. 
horrible, <laughs> but also at the same time, pretty amazing. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It gave it gave this movie more sci-fi points in my my opinion yeah. than than previous scenes. I mean, there are no other sci-fi points. That's it, man. This movie though, like it was definitely rough around the edges, but I had such a great time watching it. Like, I did too. I had such a blast, and maybe it was because we're coming off the 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 last movie. I don't know what I, you're talking about. Anyway, uh, uh, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The movie that shall not be named? Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> but yeah, I have to say, I didn't, I don't know what I was getting into. Because I remember Campo was asking me what we were watching tonight. And I was like, I actually forgot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're watching. And uh, and when you were loading it up, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Can't wait to see. Just randomly selected him. But Hilarious. I mean, it, like, I think we all have very low expectations. and I guess you're right. It was thoroughly entertaining. Not good. You know, it's not like everyone needs to see this Oscar award winning thing. It's like this movie had tons of explosions and like people punching each other and weird ass like murders. It was funny to me. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. And some of the tangents were just so like, like I'm experimenting on paintballs. I'm going to fill them with gasoline. It was really no (laughs) point. There was there was no point for that whatsoever. Nor did it come into any sort of end game plan. I thought there was, I thought it was going to be like a thing at the end. Yeah, like he exactly. was going to fire it, and then it was going to like, like you know. yeah, that Cody was like going to be like you're hitting me with paintballs. Maybe you it know was, and it didn't work out or something. Maybe. That's yeah. true. I just felt like there were that that was a definite kind of like what leading you. Yeah, I got to get the DVD and see if there's an alternate ending. They're just. <laughs> this is how we end up with such an awesome DVD collection. <laughs> too, the substitute. I'm looking at our DVD collection. We got plenty of awesome movies. Let's see. I see Annie Hall. I see Brick. I see, I Brick. see all that jazz. Two or three things to know about her. Um, I'm just kidding, but you do seem to collect a lot of the, a lot of the um, <laughs> killer clowns from outer bad space. Things. <laughs> Nice. nice. Well, you know you're going to want to rewatch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's an awesome movie. I'm not even joking. <laughs> that movie scared the hell out of me. I feel it's mini like review. That movie, movie scared the hell out of me as a kid. Yeah. I feel like watching this movie again would be fun knowing what was going to happen and like being ready to see it all. I'm ready like, to see the first one now. Like yeah. I'm pumped. I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm pumped. The first one's going to be disappointing. I hope it's not. <laughs> I was reading the reviews for this on Letterboxd, and a lot of people were comparing it, obviously, to the first one, saying that it wasn't as good or it was not, nowhere near as good as the first one. It goes either way, huh? Which is, wow. like, well, it doesn't It doesn't go above. Like, nobody uh, said it's better. Oh, okay. Sorry. They either said it was I misinterpreted. just not as good or really bad. Oh, okay. And, like, it has so much fun. I had yeah, a lot of fun. It was fun. That's super creep, though. In a way that was very <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I mean, if you if you take out of if you if you just set it, why don't, why don't you tell us a part? Tell us the part that you thought was creepy. That's what I want to know. I mean, okay, because we don't really have to go through the entire plot of yeah. this movie because we'll be here all night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, um, the girl teacher. The one woman with lines. <laughs> she, um, I actually kind of like her character and the dynamic with her boyfriend because 
it's not something you see in an action movie very often. They're trying to talk about like, oh, they have this relationship problem and they're taking a break and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, and her boyfriend's trying to put moves on her still, which is like, anyway. That was what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but this other guy, the substitute, who seems like the only guy who could pass for high school age in the entire movie, um, even though he's really tall and obviously he knows martial arts. Um, yeah, the average student doesn't know martial arts. We think about him as being this robot teacher substitute character. And he comes into the school and he just starts following her around. Like, first he starts giving everybody crap that gave her crap. And then... Um, then he just starts lurking outside of windows of her house. Um, On more than one occasion. There's the time she goes Multiple. for a run and the weirdos try to jump her. And there's this guy <laughs> wearing the most ridiculous outfit oh ever. My that gosh. guy looked like he could have been a high schooler. He looked like he didn't ever have to shave. Like he was just so clean, like baby faced. Some people just don't have facial hair. But he had like very long hair off of his head. Yeah, so did Nick. Nick good enough, but he was once a child. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> there was this guy who was they they grabbed her while she was running, and somebody was trying to lick her face, and I just died laughing because yeah. it was the most awkward thing ever. She was trying to act scared, and he was trying to act like some crazy person licking her face. And oh then here comes the substitute dude to save the day again. And he does repeatedly try to save her. But it's just like, yeah, there's just stuff where she's at home at night, like, in her underwear, and he's, like, staring in the window at her. like The way it's shot. She is lying on a bed for, for some reason, her bed is lined with neon. Neon lights. So the room looks this weird purplish, pinkish color. I don't know why that's so... It's the future. Yeah, my bed's Your bed's just like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Usually oh. when I read my books on my bed, in my underwear... Man, that was totally judgmental. <laughs> I am uh, so sorry, uh, Aaron. I don't see why this is a problem. <laughs> I mean, it, it, helps. <laughs> it helps. Look, do you like reading in bed? Do you like reading in bed? Yeah. Neon lights are on the bed, dude. It's going to help. It's going to help. Be sure, though, yeah. to leave a little bit of your curtain parted. Well, yeah. yeah. When I'm reading in my underwear. Yeah. The way, anyways, so she's lying on her neon bed. And the way it's shot is from her perspective looking out the window. So the curtain is slightly ajar. And every once in a while, he kind of moves into the frame. Oh, it's so cool. Oh my god! It's like, all of a sudden, it's like there, you see those eyes, you know, just the, just like he's doing the Terminator thing. Yeah. He's, not, he's not even doing like a yeah. oh, I'm peeking in kind of thing. He's just like <laughs> emotionless. This, right? this is what I do. Yeah, I thought he was peeking in, kind of like if um, it was like Keanu Reeves, like from Bill and Ted's Excellent. It'd be like oh no, but like if Keanu Reeves was trying to do a serious moment. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, he was doing the stone face thing he was always doing, but it was super awkward. 
And he had that's the first occurrence of the robo boner, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. So <laughs> she's got trouble with the students, some of whom wear chaps <laughs> and Oh my god. Leather leather capes. <laughs> What's wrong with a leather cape? <laughs> Some of these kids look like they're supposed to be punks. Some of them look like they're supposed to be bikers. <laughs> Biker cowboys. That listen know. to, I don't know what kind of music, but. Who knows what the kids are into now. There's not really music per se in this movie, right? Well, the entire movie is just, you know, one long doom, 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 doom. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, there was a song in the beginning that reminded me of. A song that was in the soundtrack of Empire Records, but I can't even remember how it went now. Mm. I just remember thinking... There was definitely a part that... uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. What were you thinking? I just, like, made a note to self, like... (laughs) Empire Records. This sounds like a song from Empire Records Mm. movie. There was definitely a part in, like, the instrumental soundtrack where it sounded like... uh, Wicked, lo- uh, wicked games, wicked game, wicked game. Yeah, Chris Isaac's wicked game. Yeah, that's what the ladies like. Kilts and Chris Isaac's wicked game. Yes, <laughs> it feels very wrong, but <laughs> but like those scenes where she was on the bed, man, I don't know. She was she was pretty hot. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, she's attractive. La- I mean, there's a reason why. <laughs> They yeah, it felt no, wrong, they, they felt they picked her because she was hot. Right. Yeah. I thought she did a, a perfectly decent job at acting in this movie too. I mean, yeah. For, yeah. For what it was, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um I mean, I've got the 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 no such thing standard and so <laughs> Yeah. It's a couple points ab- above that at least. I don't know. I had fun with this movie, you know. So what happened between the first time he was creeping on her window and the second time he was creeping on her window? So, <laughs> yeah, what happened? In between that, we get, um, after the Emmett finds out that she was assaulted in the forest and she didn't tell him yeah. that that was going to happen, he, like, gets in his truck and, like, tries to, he pretends he's going to run these guys down. He, like, gets, he drives down, he corners uh, Mr. Pirate Boss. And uh, holds an AKE, whatever, up to him. Is like, you got to leave her alone, right, buddy? And the guy's like, doesn't say anything. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Gets in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what, like, he, like, he ran him off the sidewalk, right? Yeah. yeah. And he leaves. But that sets it up perfectly for Robo Cody to go back to the school where uh, the the guy you said what, what you can you oh, say? leather cape leather chaps leather. long hair long, long hair. hair oh like like you look like Round a red hot chili pepper oh that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. remember uh, anthony kita's mother he didn't look like anthony kita's no he didn't he had long hair like yeah he didn't he did look like he should be hanging out oh with way gosh. Golf, <laughs> some kind of yeah guns and roses character <laughs> sort of nazi <laughs> but wearing Wide leg leather chaps that he was doing like roundhouse kicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he's just hanging out at the school for some. I guess he doesn't have a home in the year nineteen ninety nine. You'll do roundhouse kicks and, and chaps, chaps. <laughs> with a cape on, with a cape on and chains. The no leather, <laughs> the leather sleeves cape. are a no no. 
No, 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 no. Oh my god, I would I made Joel watch Magic Mike recently. <laughs> you created this monster. <laughs> I haven't seen Magic Mike. So. It's pretty hilarious. I wanted to make a poster of Magic Mike that was uh I can't remember now. Uh man, it was funny at the time. There was there were two people that um uh, you know, it's like known for Channing Tatum and these sexy yeah. men are good. But one of the characters in the movie is played by uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh. You know who he is? I don't know Gabriel Iglesias. Is. Yeah. So huh. I was just thinking it would be great if the poster was like Magic Mike and he's just standing there. Because <laughs> he doesn't get naked or anything like yeah. that in the movie. That's a selling point. I thought you were talking about one of the strippers. Oh, yeah, yeah. They should definitely have also... Um, Who's that guy? It's a wrestler. Um, last. Oh, the, is it the guy who plays the Undertaker? I have no idea. I don't think so. No, I, I don't. Uh, I, no, that guy's really ugly. Never mind. Because we saw him in. Uh, <laughs> we saw him in uh, that Hulk Hogan movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> we went. Commando we went or? to yes, a live Suburban recording. Of we hate movies recently too. That was actually a pretty fun experience. Uh. Anyways, there's some wrestler guy who's in it, and it's it's really funny when they're like on stage all together and dancing. He hardly moves because he's not a dancer, right? <laughs> it's really good. So That's this awesome. movie, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this kid for some reason like lives at the school. He's I guess he's homeless, and then Cody like Robo Cody comes up, uh, starts chasing him through the school, and uh, eventually he like knocks him out, drags him over to a. Outdoor barbecue pit that I guess they just got at the school. Yeah, man. Handcuffs them to it, turns on the gas. They have some witty banter that I can't remember. And uh, <laughs> and he walks away, but stands you know, in frame. One, so one of our see. favorite things that happens to actors. Uh, we've discussed this before. Sarah and I. Stuntman on fire. Yep. <laughs> and it's a real stuntman, it's, too. That, it was a bit... That was, that was a lot of fire. That was a long time. It was a lot of fire and a long time. He asked people to risk their lives to make like, this movie. <laughs> it was like four or five minutes, I'd have to say, at most. So this guy's got to be Maybe a, longer. a full suit and covered in all that gel and stuff like that, but he's just wiggling around. Like, yep. I was wondering if they had like a... A robo dummy or something like that because it was so. I guess long. that's a good point. You're right. It could have been a robo dummy at some I don't point. Think so though. Wow. Not with this budget. Yeah, I guess you're right. It was crazy. Yeah. But uh, Cody's not looking at that either. He's looking away. He's he's <laughs> standing next to it, but not looking at it. Mm-hmm. He's too cool to look at it. And at this point, um, so that that's what leads up to the uh, second peeking through the window scene because at this point the gang members are out for blood. They think that their buddy was killed by Emmett, who is in jail. Like he got set up for this. Oh, this is where we uh, see him. The only time in the movie using those gas filled. Oh yeah, like he's just sitting at the field shooting at a fire, right? Yep. Yeah. And we're all thinking, oh man, I can't wait until he uses those other person. Yeah. Nope. 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 So, um, there's a pretty, you know, a long sex scene that happens out of nowhere. I would say that it was inappropriately long, yes. <laughs> yeah. While Cody is first staring in the window. Oh my god. And then leaning up against the wall in a what looks like some kind of a stressed out right. state. He's, he's sweating. 
he's frustrated. He doesn't know what's going on. He's got so, one of those rover rover bobos. You know what I mean. So then he go he goes over to this guy's house, her boyfriend that's having sex with her. He goes over to his house and just shoots up the entire place. I'm talking museum, yeah. I'm talking unloads rounds. <laughs> he, takes out, he takes out his own AK and he just lets it loose, you know. And the whole they, they keep cutting between him letting loose yeah. on his AK and them still having some crazy sex. <laughs> She's on top, facing forward, backwards, and upside down. And occasionally, we see that Emmett is also there, but mostly it's her. Topless. Mostly her, yeah. yeah. In her neon bed. But it's like her with the window gunfire. <laughs> gunfire. So dual release. It was uh, awkward. <laughs> oh God, that was the most awkward thing. You know, it's funny. It's like I. The movie that we watched that I can most compare this to is Endangered Species. Yeah. And Endangered Species also had at least one, if not two different topless or uh, like sex scenes, right? Oh, yeah. It had, yeah. It had Those one were for sure. Because the, the Eric Roberts and his wife get it on. But there was a whole bunch of like uh, topless women that weren't sex scenes in that movie. I think it's like a low budget thing. Yeah, definitely. It's like the lower the budget, the more likely we're going to get some nudity. It seems so. weird. Well, I think I think a lot of movies that were on like special channels back in the day, like Cinemax and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I think that they were more likely to be on those kind of channels if they had something like this thrown in there randomly. A type of requirement, yeah. That makes sense. Listen to the Moon Trap episode of We Hate Movies to hear about a uh, character named Martin Cinemax III, who only wants the nastiest movies on his channel. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so after he shoots up the whole place, including photos of them together... Um, the next day? Is that what it is? Um, no, no, it's the same night because he like goes out and they're like, the gang is like driving by. Oh, no, no, maybe it is. No, no, it is the same night because he gets all dressed up like a ninja in black. <laughs> That's and right. And he, he uses all these weapons that he got from this guy's secret bunker from Emmett's uh, underground military stuff. And um, he... Shows up back on her stoop. And this is actually one of many times where he just shows up and her reaction isn't, what are you doing here? It's, oh, yeah, I was just thinking of you. Um, <laughs> Here's your book. Like, she's perfectly comfortable around this guy for, I don't I, know why. You know, I don't know what anybody's motivation is in this movie, but after he was lurking around her house, like, a few times. Mm -hmm. To see if she was naked. Um, <laughs> That's not what he would do. Um, I think that it was just striking me as like a teenager that was just like bummed out and like was like, you know, upset but had no way of like dealing with themselves and was just like staring at this lady through the window. Like, I was just thinking like, so it wasn't that much of a surprise to me when we find out he isn't actually 
a robot. What? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, that's the twist. That's the twist of this movie that yeah. everyone already knew, basically, because... They introduced this prop, right? What? The shiny armor. They introduced this armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do mention it. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is they mentioned it, like, and he knew twice ex- in a row. He, like, went there and saw it and knew exactly what it was when he saw it. That's right. Yeah. But he's supposed to be special forces, so I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, we all basically knew that he wasn't a robot because robots don't get boners. <laughs> as far That's as pretty you good, know. Uh, except for in Westworld. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But otherwise, I don't think so. Have you ever seen the movie AI? Think that robot had a boner. <laughs> that was a that was a robot specifically Jude Law robot specifically designed for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Joe, what do you know? I've only seen that movie like twice. Mm, all right. So, what are you doing? Wasting your time watching yeah, AI? <laughs> <laughs> I know the truth. One hundred million years later. <laughs> I, I gotta go back to when that punk got barbecued. Okay, cool. Uh, because there, this is when I knew for sure that he wasn't a robot. Because when he like gets him, confronts him, the kid is like smoking a cigarette, and he like holds him against the wall, and he's like, "Yeah, suck it down, punk. Suck that cigarette. Yeah, it tastes good, doesn't it? What would you think if I burned your face with it?" I was like, "That is not very robotic, man." Like, he's yeah, doing I, a total creep job there. No, you're right because a lot of his motions early in the movie are very swift and robotic looking, almost. Mm-hmm. But that was very passionate. I'll agree with you on that. He was mad. Yeah, very passionate. Yeah, like yeah, he was really getting into it. So. Feelings for that lady. Yep. And he didn't know how to express it except for through murder. Murder, death, kill. Like Jason Voorhees. MDK. MDK. <laughs> murder, death, kill. Mm-hmm. So, everything kind of comes to a head <laughs> when they yeah. have this war game where everyone is supposed to be letting out their aggression by having a paintball fight. And, you know... This is supposed to be safe, but the robot man who is not the teenage Cody dude has <laughs> the substitute. Look, there isn't any schooling in this. <laughs> There's no school. There's no class graduating. I don't think these kids would pass. They've <laughs> got terrible teachers. <laughs> and they're out in the wilderness shooting paintball guns, but. The substitute has set all these traps up. Really dangerous traps. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that strikes me as like something a teenager would do. Like or like a thirteen year old or Kevin something. Kevin McAllister. Yeah, it's like a Kevin McAllister moment. Yeah. Or Arnold like, Schwarzenegger moment in Predator. It's like I will set all these traps and they will fall into them. Come and get me. So um, the Arr. news reporter decides to stick his head out of the car at this point. Eh? <laughs> and she and her boyfriend are back together after they, um... Well, he was he was temporarily in prison, and uh, the guy actually went downstairs to confirm that he wasn't the killer by using a ring that had a bunch of spikes on it to make sure he would bleed. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's something from the first movie. Maybe. that's That definitely went over my head. 
That just seemed like a jerk face. Yeah, he just ran in real quick and like slashed his finger. And that inept sheriff, you know, he's just letting anything happen. (sighs) I'm not really impressed with the sheriff in this movie. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's just a paycheck. He's not really doing anything. He has no passion for his job. I bet if somebody asked him for help with a jump start on their car, he wouldn't even help with that. Nope. Not at all. He'd probably write them a citation. It's been my experience that no police officer will help you in that situation. (laughs) So booby traps, huh? We got a log that came down and hit somebody. We got a... Oh, people fly in this movie. There was like a far. ninja star oh, yeah. or something. There's no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was like a cudgel that that guy triggered that Emmett like recognized there was a trap. So he like hit the thing before it actually hit anybody. That definitely would have killed somebody. Yeah. For some reason, he's just inadvertently killing these students who were out enjoying a paintball match. Well, some of them were going to try to kill the lady, the some teacher. <laughs> yeah. But not all of them. Yeah. And so she, what exactly happened? Well, she's, she's wandering through the forest and all of a sudden we hear, (laughs) 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 it's Emmett tackling her. To kiss her? While also punching a cabbage. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. He whips out of the trees. One of the funniest scenes in the movie. Yeah, we rewound that one. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. I loved it. It's just <laughs> so out of the ordinary. Didn't expect it. That punch noise, just classic, <laughs> classic sound effect. So, yeah. So Emmett basically puts it together with the sheriff that, oh, my gosh, this guy's a killer and he's trying to kill everyone. You know, there's booby traps everywhere. And uh, at the same time, Robo Cody is being confronted by that weirdo who's the been journalist. sitting in his car. Yeah. Oh, he's not a journalist, I don't think. I thought he was just... He like had like an FBI badge or something like He's that. He's a retired cop or something. I don't know. Stupid. I'm sure it's in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like like I'm one of those robot guys. This is what Cody says, and he's like, "I know that. I'm not here to kill you. I want to remake you. I want to mass produce you." And he walks up to him, and he like sees something on his neck, but. I, okay, then then it gets kind of foggy. I think he, does like, he scratch him, and then he pushes him off a cliff. He notices, or? The, he notices the scratch. On yeah, his he neck. notices the scratch on his yeah. neck, and then he like falls off a cliff to his death. Well, not to his <laughs> death because he shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or maybe Cody shoots him. I can't yeah, remember. maybe I he can't gets remember shot. Either. He gets shot. Okay, yeah, he, gets he gets shot, shot because shot. he comes back later. And then he falls yeah. down. Yeah, and that's when everything starts going to hell. Uh, the punks have like cornered uh poor jenna they're gonna kill her you know they've got a real gun here and this paint this all she ever wanted to do is teach some kids yeah all she ever wanted to do was the right thing you hear her motivation you're right she's like i'm gonna testify and i'm gonna keep teaching these kids Uh, cody comes along starts blowing everybody away yep kill 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 this person, that person, mm-hmm. the next person. He's about to kill her. And then he, how did they're down in the bunker or something? Well, at this no, at this point he's he's getting ready. He's got the gun to her, and he's like, "Why can't I do it? Why can't I do this? I'm I'm a robo guy." But 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. There's one more point before we descend yeah. into this bunker, though. Mm-hmm. That's when Emmett shows up. Yeah. And then <laughs> he tells he tells the kid, or the kid says, the kid has Jenna cornered. Mm-hmm. He tells her she, oh, she goes yeah. to hell. And then he points you the gun and he's like, you first. You first. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very confusing scene because... <laughs> like all of us thought that she said you go to hell <laughs> and then Emmett's like you first you and shoots the first. kid like wait 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 but it turned out it was the, the guy <laughs> it was just like a really bad 80 yard thing yeah and then then they're walking away like it's the end of the movie Cody shows up yeah. takes out Emmett then he's about to take her out but he can't and then I think news reporter sh- or Cop. Yeah, detective, detective. It was well, the, the cop get tossed into a ditch at some point. <laughs> we, uh, well, he, he's on the ground. He's on the ground because because remember he has that gun. Yeah, that specific gun that can shoot armor through. Yeah, yeah, person. yeah. And, and 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 then while he's like dying, he like pushes the gun to her. Right. Like, what like happens the very is, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, he's gonna shoot Emmett. Mm-hmm. She jumps in front of Emmett. Oh, yeah, she. She's. Okay, and then the guy... He gets, she gets shot in the shoulder, right? Does he say, you're wearing that stuff to to the kid? Yeah. He, no, he says that you're wearing that stuff to Cody. Yeah. And, and then, then something happens. He goes, oh, you're wearing one of those suits too? And then he gets killed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he goes over to the lady teacher. He's like, oh, you wear that kind of bodysuit, too? Oh, yeah, that's right. And she somebody, like, like a casual, jumps like, up. Yeah, it kills casual beard. <laughs> Like, not like, are you all right? It's like, oh, you're wearing that, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was after she got thrown majestically into the bunker. No, then that then that occurs. Then she goes back up, and that's when he pushes the gun to her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's because the explosion happens. So he gets shot. Cody walks up. Yeah. Picks... <laughs> Picks her up and tosses her into. Tosses her like a bag of potatoes. It's it's like one of those like, whoa, he really threw her down there. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. (laughs) That was an eye opener for me because it looked so real. Like I have a question. And there was another explosion that that we skipped over, but that was just the third explosion. (laughs) I have a question. Yes. Why is killing her part of the mission? Because she knows that he's the killer. And he can't have any witnesses. Okay. If he was a robot, yes. his mission would be to kill anybody who would be a witness. Yes. Well, because it because it would it would uh it would stop his furtherment of killing and disciplining disciplining students. the students. Yeah. Okay. With death. <laughs> but he can't because she gives him a boner. <laughs> And then it's revealed, uh, yeah, right be, right before that happens, it's revealed that he's actually a human, he gets shot once. Now I understand why it's so important to be an attractive woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always leave your window partially open yep. when you're reading in your underwear. Line, line your it bed might with save neon. your life one day. <laughs> yep, line your bed with neon. <laughs> yep. I'm obviously being sarcastic. Nope. <laughs> But she, uh, yeah, thankfully, he doesn't shoot her because he thinks she's really hot. I guess, yeah. And so, yeah, they're both down in the bunker. There's a bomb that someone has activated. 
And she makes him recite the code. Yeah, he says... Um, from, from from his poetry book, right? Yep. In Darkest Day, in, in Blackest Night. Another emo dork. Dorcas Maximus Chicho Cho. Thing. thing. But it's a it's a good it's a good long distraction enough for her to get away. Yeah. Not, she, she not forty five seconds long, which would mean she would die in the explosion. Right, but but she starts making her way up the stairs. Yeah. But he figures it out, runs after her, tackles her. She's reaching for the gun. It's just out of reach. The gun that could actually hurt him, just out of reach. But Emmett comes through. In a heroic thing, he sits up and shoots. No, that's not what he does. No, Emmett gen- gently pushes, pushes the gun. It. <laughs> uh, I can't really oh do gosh. anything, honey. I'm just gonna kind of nudge this. I'm just gonna die real quick here. Hope for the best. <laughs> so the reporter guy died. Yeah, he's dead. Emmett's not dead because he's uh he's on the phone with her at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. So Cody gets shot, falls back in there. There's a massive explosion. Uh, no, uh, she is actually walking away from it, so it's reverse roll all of a sudden. Yeah, reverse rolls on that last explosion. And then we get the second twist. At the end, she's got a skirt on with a very high slit up the leg. She's talking on the phone about a class she's going to teach. And then she unbuttons her shirt, and you see she's got the armor on underneath. Yeah, she itches a little bit like, oh. It's uncomfortable. This itches like a stain. Me. She's got like a stain yeah, she's trying to get. Somebody out really put a stain on that shirt. By repeatedly rubbing it. That's not how it works. <laughs> and then she just rips like her whole blouse open just so you can see. She's got the armor on. Yep. And she's got like a a, a gun or something. A knife on oh. the bed and a gun. She's ready. So she's gonna be the next substitute. She's gonna discipline some students. The end. Question mark? Yes. What about class of 1999 part three? The, the other, lady, the other the lady, lady substitute. substitute. <laughs> the sexy Dion bed read, book reading <laughs> substitute. The substitute et. Oh. What if she turns out to be a robot? Oh, In substitute three. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, she was kidnapped and replaced with a robot. No, what if she was a robot the whole time? The whole time, Joel. Robots don't wear underwear and read poetry on beds. Maybe there just aren't any ladies in the future, so she's just a you know super sexy fembot. Oh, so it's like that one movie with Chris Christopherson where they uh, take people off of car uh, <laughs> off of plane, plane crashes right before because there's no not enough people in the future. What? What movie is that called? It's a sci-fi movie. I don't know that one. Mm. I'll have to remember it. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> By the way, the name of the William Shatner paintball movie is Splat Attack. It's got two P's. Sp-p-plat when was it attack. made? 2002. Splat Attack. According to this on Letterboxd, only two people have watched that movie. So <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Joel. It could be kidding. you, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. I, it was gifted to me, but... I have a copy somewhere. Okay. Yeah. It's it's in my collection somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for that. I don't think this movie was sci-fi. It. I mean, very lightly. It was. I mean, yeah. I mean, this could have happened in any era. I mean, well, I mean, the whole idea of the robot 
super bad robot person concept was kind of sci-fi. Yeah. But that's about it. <clears throat> yeah. I felt like I knew he wasn't a robot and and then the the stretch of the armor thing, like I feel like they could have potentially introduced that into a movie that was not sci-fi, like the idea of this armor existing that didn't exist yet. It is sci-fi through association. People, I hope people don't start wearing gold lame bodysuits thinking it's going to protect them from gunshots. Well, silver lame. Yeah. Is well, that better? You know what I mean. <laughs> the uh, name of the movie I was thinking of is Millennium from 1989. Millennium. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. May end up on the list. It's yeah, a just a really mind. weird movie. Chris cool. Christopherson is a Rhodes Scholar. I know. He is one of the greatest men to have existed. Cool. He flew onto Johnny Cash's property in order to hand him a single. Actually, that didn't happen. But that's what the legend says. I believe it. Yeah. I heard that Gina Davis was not only an Olympic archer and a very good actress, but also a member of Mensa. Whoa. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but mm-hmm. I believe it. So people should watch this. Like, I liked it. Like get together with some friends and like eat popcorn and laugh your yeah. asses off because it is. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah. And uh, it, it's totally enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really weirdly enjoyable, even though there are things that you know aren't good in it, like, that aren't done very well. I want to say it's so bad it's good, but at the same time, I think there were some really genuinely entertaining moments in it that weren't, like, bad moments. Yeah. On a scale of funny, it's up there with that scene where the lady punched uh, uh, Porkins in the face in the elevator. Death Machine. (laughs) Death Machine. Yeah, Yeah. it's up there with Death Machine, in my opinion. Which, which in, in hindsight, I feel is a much better movie than, than what I gave it credit for. Yeah, it may we may owe it a rewatch. I, I think th- so. I think we were just kind of like worn out for some reason. Well, we did we did see hardware. Uh, by like, the yeah. by the way, something that occurred to me that uh, I didn't want to mention, but I'll mention now. Um, Greasy Strangler. Oh God. Hardware. Oh no. If you'll remember, uh, William Hookins in there. Yeah. Putting on all kinds of Vaseline for some reason, wearing rubber gloves. Disgusting. Yeah. That's the greasy strangler. <laughs> <laughs> You've made a connection that... Yeah. Disgusting. It is really gross in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, I know. Uh, I'm saying that. Ooh. Yeah. Let's redo the episode with Sarah on it this time. Uh, I Dylan think Victor. I crashed that episode. Yeah, you were. The first you one? On. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. She was in. We you both we both looked at her from the from the side of the room and we're like, she had an opinion. Get over here. We wanted to hear it. Yep. I'm really glad. Yes. I'm glad we tricked you into being on this podcast. Do you <laughs> yes. think hardware is better than this movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think hardware is a legitimately good Just movie like with this some is really what you want. This really garbage parts in it. Yeah. But there were things in this movie, though, Class of 1999, Part 2, The Substitute, that reminded me <laughs> of other things, though. <laughs> like, I felt this was like one of those movies that the, the guys that made the Fallout games watched, mm-hmm. just based on the blue jumpsuits. 
Um, and there were other elements in the Roving story. Gangs of punks. hunting robots. Hunting robots is a, is a theme mm-hmm. in Fallout games. Yeah, I feel that this the class of 1992, number two, the substitute is definitely a movie that has inspired things. Class of 1999, two colon the substitute. There you go. I feel like the title rem- is reminiscent of like Saved by the Bell and like Bernie's Weekend Vacation. Yep. Two. This time, Bernie's going surfing or something. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Air Bud. He definitely was in the ocean in that movie. I don't know if he went surfing. I'll have to watch it again. California Dreams. (laughs) 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 What's the uh, Spicoli movie? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yep. Surf Nazis must die, like I said. I mean, that's I a- will say, though, that Sarah is totally right on this one. For as much as this being about anarchy at schools, they spent a lot of time out of school. There was no class. <laughs> there was, this was a movie about a lady and a weirdo who was obsessed with her, protecting her, and the doofuses oh, okay. in town who made it upon themselves to protect her for I, some reason. I loved it, I though. I don't think they even introduced a subject. Like, oh, there was math not a single class. One. They were in Dot Matrix VR class. What else do you need to know? What and then about that, that kid, that kid was thrown back. off the roof and he was hung himself. That was another go-to move in this movie was the people suddenly getting hung yeah. like by some weird thing. <laughs> the substitute spent a lot of time killing people and not teaching. I remember even saying that too, like like when he was stalking that one kid who went up on the roof to go smoke or whatever or snort his his drugs whatever, or whatever he yeah. did. Yeah, he did some poppers. Like, as soon as he got up on the roof, I was just like, I was like, why are you not back at your class? <laughs> like, yeah. Your, your students are going to notice at some point, you know, like. They're on autopilot. Yeah, he had, like, so. a PTSD flashback yeah, when well, he. That happens whenever somebody drops a book to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, and it was kind of a Scooby-Doo ending where they were like, you're so-and-so's kid who went crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was totally Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs> totally. <sighs> I liked it, though. Yeah. This is a I fun did, one. too. So uh, next week is your pick, Sarah. Do you have any idea yet? Or do you want to think about it? I'm going to think about it. All right. Cool. Anticipate a great movie. Just kidding. <laughs> no pressure. Hey, no worries. Uh, I'm exci- so, I'll be excited to see whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. on board. I don't cool. care what it is. Don't worry. So I'm going to read the outro stuff. You guys get your lessons ready. Okay. Because even though we didn't, they, they didn't barely attend class in that movie, think of this whole session of watching the class of 1999 to The Substitute as a class unto itself. Nobody really learns anything from substitutes anyways, right? I guess that's a good point. No, I did. I did. There was a substitute who taught me about art supplies. Nice. Something, something that no one... No something, one in, something in the real nice. world. Nice. Yeah. They taught me about art supplies. Yeah. And that stuck in my head. It's a gem. Email any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitchers, or uh, SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice. Like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash pdsmios. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Outer Space Pod. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star rating or a written rating. We'd really appreciate that. 
Thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo, and to Spencer Seams and our families for all the support. We couldn't do what we do without you. Yeah. I'd like to say Aaron Cornelius's art is pretty awesome, too. Yay. I noticed. I think Aaron every day of every day. I think Sarah Roberts' art is cool, too. I think it's awesome. So there. And I think Joel Torres is a snazzy dresser. I think so, too. Nope. Okay, what's the lesson? What? Who's got a lesson? Anybody got a lesson? Lesson? I want to know what your lesson is. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, My lesson from the class of 1999 to colon the substitute is... Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty excited to hear... You got past the title. (laughs) My lesson is you don't introduce something cool like gasoline-filled paintballs into a movie unless you intend to use it in some radical way. Seriously. Note to filmmakers, don't do that. That's a total Chekhov gun. Chekhov's gun, man. If your character is experimenting on something and you make a point of it, it be- you better follow through. You yeah. best follow through. <laughs> maybe that was part of one of the explosions. Yeah. I figured that was maybe, I mean, in my imagination. <laughs> yeah, that's why the explosion was so big bam, in the, bam, in the bam, bunker. Yeah. Because it was full of gasoline-filled paintballs. Yep. <laughs> well, my imagination, after the kid got burned up, and they thought maybe that Emmett had been the one who'd done mm-hmm. it. That it was him watching right. him fire the gas-filled paintballs that led him to believe More that maybe, evidence. maybe yeah, Emmett yeah. was the one, which is why it was helpful. That was my assumption of what they were trying to get at. <sighs> Another but I feel there was a line that was left out. For you, Aaron. Another detective point. Yeah. All right. I gave mine. Anybody else? I'm going to say that if you're going to make a movie about the year 1999... Part two. <laughs> Make it a, a little more futuristic. That's that's the, what, the lesson I learned from this movie. I feel I feel that it um, that especially like a lot of the technology they were using, like there were like boom boxes. Um, there just wasn't a lot of high tech stuff. Like I didn't feel this was like five years in the future from '94. You know, it just felt like it was. You know, everybody they grabbed a bunch of people from Burning Man or or from like you know Wasteland. Days, I think that's what it's called nowadays, right? The 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 fault the you know the weird the weird survivalist uh, Mad Max people just threw them in school. I have no idea what you're talking about. Survivalist weirdos, stay out of my movie. I don't know. I just felt like it was like Mad Max the school. Oh, you're right. I did too. The movie. And this is definitely like what the first Thunderdome. Movie was like. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> this was a nicer area of town. <laughs> So that's my, my, I think what I, my lesson is, is make your future a little more futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I'm going to say feminism. (laughs) (laughs) My lesson is. Feminism. Don't let anybody tell you what kind of running pants you have to wear. Yeah. Don't let anybody, don't let all the men who live in your town only men like tell you what you need to do, what you can and can't do. You can do whatever you want in your bedroom. You can wear whatever you want on the town. That's my lesson is 
this was a movie that needed some female power. Yeah. And, and maybe at the end, the PS was a little bit of that. Yeah. 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 It was a pathetic attempt yeah, yeah. To, to rectify the situation. Yeah. This was a male gaze movie. Not just that, but like everything that she goes through is like being challenged by men yep. all the time. Yep. What every outfit she wears, like that was a me? sexy outfit. Yeah. Why didn't you tell your man about that other man trying to grope you or whatever? It was just, it was crazy. But um, Duck Dynasty. Women are people Elvis. too. Women are people too. Mm-hmm. There you go. The lesson from class of ninety nine two. Calling the substitute. And if some creep job is staring in your window, it's not your fault. Nope. <laughs> Call the police and have that person arrested. <laughs> because they are a disgusting criminal. <laughs> who should know better. Oh, Bad man. boy. Such a creep. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.